All right, here we are. We're live. Great. Hey, see ya. Are you almost done with what you're doing? Not even close. Isn't That's that I'm something? Because I got to write today. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Well, it's about time. You haven't done that in a few weeks. That's right, Kenny. I'm glad you noticed. You actually check. Uh, St. Thomas is playing Marquette in basketball tonight. It's on TV. What channel? FS1. Oh, cool. And I think Marquette's going to oh, kick some St. Yeah. Thomas ass. They're, they got a big East contract. That's, that's, I didn't think of that. FS1 does. Well, that's pretty cool. What time is the game? Seven o'clock. You know, it's up there. You have no idea. I don't. I, I I think St. Thomas has got a big problem here. <coughs> oh yeah, they're going to get boat raced. But who cares? They're supposed to. Rook, will you please get the mayor set up on his computer? That uh, was Heartland Institute, you said, right, Joe? Yeah. Okay. What are they? They're uh, they're a conservative think tank. So what? Well, they're they're known for some odd ideas. Let's put it that way. What about Rasmussen? Rasmussen is a conservative think tank, although they're not known for weird. Well, did you what? think a liberal think tank, John, would take this poll? Well, how? Well, then the other side of the question is, what if some of those people <laughs> were not liberals that cheated? Because conservatives don't cheat, we know that. What are we? Um, Maybe I won't do the story if Heights gonna fuck it up. <laughs> no. What are we talking about? Story. The Wait. voting story. Oh, that one. Yeah. It should be um, noted that the only convictions we've really had from 2020 were pretty much conservatives. John, what the only thing that worries me about you, and it's yes. not a left or right issue, it's your willingness to accept what the government tells you or what people well, the, tell you. I'm coming from a point where I don't believe anything anybody says unless they sign my paycheck. <laughs> and then still, oh, I'm, even secretly, <laughs> quietly, I don't believe them, but I just go along with it. Well, I secretly, quietly don't agree with most everything I hear, and I just, I just shut up. <laughs> Okay. Now you've All received right. my theory on the show. I've, so you I've outed you, bastard. <laughs> I've outed you. I, I apologize. I'll keep that. You see, I don't understand, John, your your fascination with the idea that voting should be made as easy as possible. I, I think, seriously, I don't understand that. I uh, this mail-in voting thing, man, that makes me uneasy. I've never liked it. Never liked. I don't see uh, all of this comes from a historical standpoint, Joe. We've talked about this on the air. No, I, I don't recall talking about this from a historical concept. Do, do you remember, you know, in our lifetime, Joe, people couldn't vote because, well, many, many reasons. And tough, what, tough well, shit. Well, I don't care. 
they couldn't vote because they were black, you dummies. No, oh, no, not, no, I'm no. not talking. No, no, no. Oh, I'm talking yeah. about Wait. broken leg. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about no, old God, and firm. No, no. Had the votes drool uh, buckets. What, what, what I, amendment I, was it that gave blacks the vote? I'm how, not. How did that work out after that amendment passed, Joe? How did that work out? I live in Alabama. <laughs> Bama, crimson so red. Well, for some though, for some reason though, you're able to make this great leap that mail-in has solved that. Well, I don't, no, I'm not. I'm saying mail. Forget mail-in. I just think you should make it as easy to vote as you can. Period. As long for, as you show up at the poll, hell all, yeah, for all U.S. citizens. That's hell all. Yes. I, that's all I think. Yeah. As long as you're walking in the door or wheeling in or coming in on a stretcher or two wheels. Or, or, or if you're, what you do by if making it easier is you in, you, in, you ensnare more people who don't know what they're doing. So, so in Georgia, where we close polls in areas where black people live, we have lines that last four hours because we've closed, you know, five polling places. You, you don't think that's on purpose. This is more in depth than my brain was willing to go. <laughs> now you're making me use my stupid I brain. I disapprove which, of that, John. Well, that's very big of you, but <laughs> it doesn't solve uh, anything. Wanna... Yeah, okay. that's all I'm saying. Well, I'm not going to fight you on that one. That's what I'm saying. Just tell me you don't that's trust the government. That's all I want to hear out of you. I don't trust any hardware and garden stores. Definitely don't trust you. Every All single right. one of we're, you is going to sit in this chair. We're still on the same team, though. That's awesome. Every single. I had a, a somebody in my house you last night. Say, you're going to have to adjust the times, Chris. If this Joel. means that what's his name <laughs> called ahead, John, in I'm late, listening. not to have him call in earlier. If the candidates remain the same, he will not vote next year. He said. I don't. I, how? Tell me otherwise. I yeah, think he, I agree he told me that him. last night, and I started arguing with him, and I thought, well, I I don't know what to tell him because, you know. Well, you know, what are you going to do? The problem with that is, so is he going to leave that part of the ballot empty? I, no, I think because he's just I not going to show things. up. Oh, I thought, that, see. see. And I use that argument with him, too. I say, yeah, yeah but there are other I, things to vote for. Yeah, I think we should show up and, you know, and if you don't want to vote in the presidential, Joe, I need just leave it blank. Frat eco. Or draw a picture of a private part on there. That's a decision. Bosoms or, you know, Mr. <laughs> <Yeah>. Melancholy. <laughs> I did, uh. I did uh, bring that argument up with him, and he kind of shrugged his shoulders, basically. So, you know. Well, whatever side what he's on needs his vote. What are we talking about, Dylan? Yeah, yeah. He told me he's not voting next year if things remain the same as Ricky, they are. Now. I need uh, Welter, Zero Res, and Sound Story. Kenny, you're you're done. Oh, jeez. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, gonna, oh, Christ, you ain't going to be able to buy a box of bullets. It's going to be a tough... Oh, I have to do <laughs> that Christmas. tomorrow for a brother-in-law. Tough Christmas. Tough Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Anything else you fellas need? Rook, I found a disease or a malady that you will never suffer from. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm back and put that one on the list. Yeah. Are you going to discuss it today? Yes. Good. Maybe right off the bat. <clears throat> okay. Just for you. I'll be ready for you. You will never have this problem. I can't wait to find out. Joe, I'm ready. Fratelloni. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1209. We are at war. December 14th, 2023. 55 degrees on this day 
1998. And man, was it chilly in 1901. 27 below. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hype in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. Help me, help me. Let's go. What is Gen Z? The generation Who are they? after me, I believe. That's that would be your modern day twenty to thirty year old, right? And what are millennials? That's the thirty to forty year old group. So hang on, before I don't want nine thousand emails. Hang on. So pretty much everybody up until the age of forty would encompass Gen Z and millennials. Generation Z is the second youngest generation with millennials before that and Generation Alpha after. Gen Zs were born between the late 1990s and the early 2010s. Okay, and how about millennials? That would be... Well, I would assume, wouldn't that be 1990 to 1980? Okay, my point being that uh, as as we realize we're in a war for the future... These people cannot be counted on. Correct. Uh, eight, 1980s, a starting burst in the mid-1990s to early 2000s well, for millennials. On a whole, or individually, gener- there's many, many that you can count on. Or but generation. on a whole, as a generation, I think you're right, Joe. Millennials is also Generation Y. But whatever. My point is, uh, in the main, as Father Whalen used to say, okay. in the main, these younger generations cannot be counted on to either fight in the war I'm talking about, which is to preserve this country, uh, nor are they even aware that there is one. And proof of that is that these people uh, now suffer from menu anxiety. <laughs> they go to a restaurant and they and they don't know what to do. They have menu anxiety and they're afraid to talk to uh, the help staff, and they they don't uh, they don't they're worried about the environmental impact of the food, and they're uh, they're they're I can't go on with this. It's so silly, but uh, our individual choices matter," said Jessica Hahn, Avocado Green Senior Vice hmm. President of Brand Marketing and Sustainability. From how we eat to how we sleep, our collective decisions are inextricably linked to the health of our communities. So these are people who not only uh, are comfortable with collectivism, but believe they should practice it. What? These are not free individuals. They think they're free, but they've embraced the BS from the failed academy. And now they're out into the world. And it's a minor it's a minor way that it's displaying itself. But here they are in a restaurant and they're 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 pretty afraid of how to behave. Menu anxiety. That's right. Three in ten Americans have menu exi- menu anxiety. <laughs> it's a survey of two thousand adults found younger generations were far more likely to have anxiety while ordering. of Gen Z and millennials, that's age 18 to 43, compared with only 15% of Gen X and baby boomers, age 44 to 77. I guess I'm I'm at the tail end. No, I'm at the beginning of the baby boomer generation. I don't have menu anxiety. 
I it uh, never would have occurred to okay, me. Okay, I do. I will admit this. I do occasionally suffer from menu anxiety, and that is when you take me out to dinner. Do I get the New York Strip or do I get the filet? <laughs> no, you're worried about who's paying for it. I, I know who's paying for it already. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you in the back. Matt Eubanks is a comedian. Yeah. Hey. Here's 30 seconds on Gen Z going to war. Win the battle? We wouldn't even make it to the field. Just a bunch of life coaches and bloggers. We'll help. <laughs> I don't want to get my shoes dirty. <laughs> You ever been shot? No, I've been triggered. Okay. <laughs> All right, men, tomorrow we march. What is that, ragweed out there? <laughs> Looks like a lot of pollen out on that field right now. <laughs> Can we delay the battle till April? I am very sensitive. <laughs> I did not bring my inhaler. Conducted by one poll. That's one word. It's called one poll. And commissioned by Avocado Avocado Green Mattress. What? Huh? <laughs> what? Avocado Green Mattress. The very fact that this was dreamed up as a poll question helps rest my case. If this is what they're worried about, We've got little hope. Let's talk about the war we're in. Uh, uh, wait a second. On the whole, I've, I think I've seen that they allow the activists among them to speak for them and to proselytize, proselytize. To, them, to them. Yeah, And they'll sit there and take that preaching and believe it as truth. And they don't seem capable of making courageous life decisions on their own. Nope. Um, they don't read books. They can't even watch a movie. They nope. can't sit still to watch a movie. Their whole life has been staring at um, two-minute videos on their phone. Their brains are mush. So what is the war I'm talking about? Do you want me to answer? Or are you yeah, gonna tell I, I, us? go ahead. Uh, it's the war on our our way of life, the American dream, and our future, the our future, future of this country. I've been listening to Brett Weinstein, who I admire. Uh, he, If you'll remember, we'd covered this on the air, not knowing that he would go on to achieve some fame as a podcast deep thinker. But Brett Weinstein was a, if I'm not mistaken, a biology, te evolutionary biology teacher yeah. At a college in Ever, Evergreen. Washington, Evergreen College in the yep. state of Washington, yep. and 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 to uh, to indicate the the failure of that academy, they one day in the spring, five, six, seven years ago, we I remember talking about on the show, they had a day where all white people were not allowed to be on campus. Right, and he said, "Bleep you." He, right. he, he knew enough to say, and, what do you mean? I'm a teacher. I'm not. What do you mean? I can't be here. Both and, him and his wife, Heather. Both, and, yeah, and, Heather. And remind everybody, Joe, he was a, uh, a far left liberal at the time. 
you know, that we're not talking about a crazy conservative like us. No, but, but I think what he discovered is what many of us discover, that he was a liberal in the classical sense. Uh, most of right. us are if we stop right. to examine it. Right. The, yeah. The point right. is, the point is, he, he his eyes were open, just like David Gallertner's eyes mm -hmm. were open. But there are very few of them having their eyes open. In any event, I believe his refusal to leave campus uh, to acquiesce to this ridiculous movement uh, caused him either to get fired or he quit. That part I he was know. run out of there. He was uh, he was Satan, the right. devil. Yeah. And, and now he uh, he has come to realize that this country is in a great war for its future. And the experience he would bring to that observation is what he went through with this ridiculous thing called a college in Washington, Evergreen, mm -hmm. and and. and but what he had an early look at was what we know to be the failed academy. They're miserably failed uh, to the point where three Ivy League presidents cannot cannot uh, uh, bring themselves to condemn genocide. For God's sakes, we're at war, and I, I and he, the people in Euphoria, Diversityville, and Liberal Lakes either don't care or don't know. They'll just they'll wake up one day and they will have been hit over the head with a terrible reality that life is not going to be the same. And it's no longer hyperbole to call this a war. It's it's everywhere. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at what? Huh? A high ranking member of of Mayor Michelle Wu's administration. Michelle Wu is the mayor of Boston. A high-ranking, so this takes us out of the field of the failed academy into the world of the failed political spectrum. A high-ranking member of Mayor Michelle Wu's administration issued an apology after an email invitation for electeds of color holiday party was mistakenly sent out to all members of the Boston City Council. She wanted it to only go to the city council members who were of color. Now, Rookie, immediately look up the Boston City Council and tell me how many people of color are on the Boston City Council. In fact, you could do it by saying uh, Boston City Council photo, and maybe a photo will pop up. Okay. Uh, Denise DeSantos, Wu's director of city council relations, well, there's a tip off right there. The mayor needs a director of relations to get along with the council. Remember, George Latimer had two people in his cabinet. That wasn't that long ago. Denise DeSantos, Wu's director of city council relations, sent an email to the council's honorable members that read, on the behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the electeds of color holiday party. On uh, It was yesterday. At 5.30 p.m. at the Parkman House, 33 Beacon Street. About 15 minutes later, however, DeSantos sent out a follow-up email to council members apologizing for the previous message. Of the 12 members, and there's a city council president, so that would make it 13, six are of color. So six were excluded in the invite. Correct. All right. I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding the holiday party. I did send that to everyone by accident. <laughs> I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so, DeSantos wrote. And that's 
a non-apology. That's not an apology. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused. I think it would have caused great confusion. <laughs> great confusion, don't you? Isn't this something? Mayor Wu told Boston 25 yesterday afternoon that the group has been in place for many years and compared the event to Boston's various multi-faith holiday celebrations. Ah. Really? I, I find I it I find it unusual that Mayor Wu would introduce uh, faith to a political dynamic. I mean, again, this is a group that has been in place for many, many years. We celebrate all kinds of connection and identity and culture and heritage in the city. Just yesterday, we hosted in the city our official Hanukkah celebration. We have had tree lighting, said Wu. We want to be a city where everyone's identity is embraced and there are spaces and communications we can help support. She's really got the uh, the bureaucratic speak down. Yeah. Uh, they love the word spaces. Mayor Michelle Wu says this email was an honest mistake and was in no way a means uh, of an effort to divide the city council, but a way to bring people together. Well, that's an absolute lie. That's just a lie. The Electeds of Color is a group that meets regularly, and she says this year she was asked to host the holiday party. She's backpedaling so fast she's going to fall down on the treadmill here at any moment. <laughs> Boston 25 reached out to a few of the city councilors who were uninvited to this holiday party. None wanted to comment. None of them, they, none of them wanted to comment. Somebody <laughs> should have had a tirade. Outgoing councilor Frank Baker told the Boston Herald he was not offended. Well, of course they're not offended. This is what we're up against when we talk about war. These are people, Michelle Wu would be included, who don't identify you as an individual. You are only identified as part of a group. And in your case, as a white guy, it was easy to exclude that white group from the holiday party for the electeds of color because she's identifying people only by their membership in groups. That's not the way this country worked. Did for a while. We got over it. It doesn't work that way. It shouldn't work that way. And most importantly, it can't work that way. Does she mention people that are the children of mixed race couples? She doesn't. Which which way do they go? I don't know. They're ha they can they're halfway through the door. And somebody brings up a canopy. <laughs> they got to stay in. You can come in the building, but you have to stay you in the foyer. Look. You can take a look yeah. inside, but then please leave. Not the foyer, the parlor. Stay in the parlor. Yeah, the parlor. <laughs> do you guys think that at their Christmas party, like ours, all the shop guys hoard all the drink tickets? Do you think they do that as well? <laughs> here's the email. Uh, here's the invitation that went out. Honorable members, on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the Electeds of Color holiday party on Wednesday, December 13th, 5.30 p.m. at the Parkman House, 33 Beacon Street. I wonder what that costs the taxpayers. Woo. That's a pretty nice address. Yes, it is. Please let me know if you plan to attend and if you have any dietary restrictions. Hi, counselors and team. This is the follow-up. I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. I did send that to everyone by accident. I apologize if my email have offended or came across as so. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused. You, 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 you. Don't call me a you, you. It's just silliness, isn't it? It's just silly. And then this mayor compounds her. What, what, what is she compounding? Oh, she's uninviting. 
half the no. She is. likens this to well, we celebrate everything. We have Hanukkah and we light trees, and but that's not analogous. Woo, that's not analogous. Of course, if you're going to light a Hanukkah tree, it would be mostly for Jewish people. And if you're going to light a Christmas tree, that's mostly for anybody who just wants to hang around. Right. You specifically said uh, this is a holiday party for the coloreds. Did they use the word coloreds? Oh, God, don't. No, no. no. Uh, they, they've replaced colored with people of color. No, they said uh, electeds of color. Yeah. Yeah, electeds okay. of color. You can't say colored, but right, right, people right. of so, color. So are... the electeds of color. And that's different than no. Jewish or Catholic <laughs> or Lutheran <laughs> or Presbyterian. May, may, that's maybe different. it is in their mind, but. She doesn't have a doctor uh, degree, does she? Um, uh, Matt. Yep. Michelle Wu, Michelle w, Wu, w, w, Austin. w U. What difference does it make that we're looking her up? We will, but <laughs> my God, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, it's the same BS. It's utterly the same BS. Michelle Wu is Chinese. Born January 14th, 85. The daughter of Taiwanese immigrants. That's all I want to know. She was the first Asian woman to serve on the Boston. But you City have Council. to be first. That's very crucial. Um, she's okay. Let me find where she was. She ever have a job? She was born on the south side of Chicago. Her father, Han Wu, uh, Illinois Institute of Technology for graduate studies. They didn't speak any English. He Michelle's doctor, first language probably. is Mandarin. I wonder. Um, yeah. Is he with me? She graduated from Barrington <laughs> High School in 2003, where she was valedictorian. She received perfect scores on the SAT and ACT, and she was selected as presidential scholar from Illinois. Uh, she moved to Boston to attend Harvard, where she graduated with a degree in economics in 2007. Stop. There are many kids who might have received the accolades she earned. And they wouldn't have become Mysterians. I'm I'm sensing that what you're reading to me indicates that the failed academy got their grips on her, and she bought in. Yep. she bought in after after going through the American Let's dream. Keep going. Yeah. Um, after college, she worked at the Boston Consulting Group. Her mother began to suffer mental illness, went back to Chicago. In 2009, she returned to Massachusetts with her mother and youngest siblings to earn her JD from Harvard Law School. She graduated in 2012. I don't think much of Harvard. All right. In 2010, she worked in Boston City Hall for the mayor in the Office of Administration and Finance and later as a fellow uh, uh for law and public policy under Menino's, that doesn't matter. Well, yet again, she wasn't Abe Lincoln who threw down the axe and rode the horse to serve the public. Well, she went she, straight from school to she, she went, political she, life. She sounds like she fully was embraced by and accepted the embrace of the failed academy, including Harvard. Mm. And now she's the mayor of Boston, and she's full of S, <laughs> just like all of them are. Just yep. full of eyes into the new green deal. Oh, Christ. Uh, 
Yeah. Be with she us. described voice her desire to yes. demilitarize. Christ, Christ be with me. She wanted to yeah. demilitarize the city's police department. Well, of course she does. That's part of the agenda. Demilitarize. What does that even mean? Take away their firearms? That's the new word for defund, right? Wouldn't that just be the new? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Although even a... I, even I sometimes question why when the cops show up somewhere, they, it looks like an invading army. They got Hummers and they got helicopters and they got cannons and they got nuclear bombs and they got, you know, trucks. Nuclear bombs. Yeah, For their safety. Officer safety and the safety of the nearby residents yeah. and people around. My garage door guy is not a guy. It's the whole family. Garage door of the Twin Cities. And I'm sorry. It's precision garage door of the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. I like the name because to me, a garage door working properly requires precision. Yes. There's no fooling around Constant here. precision. They're hiring. Uh, there's no need for you not to take a look at this. They're hiring garage door technicians, garage door installers. Why would they need an installer? Because precision garage door of the Twin Cities will get you a new door if you need one. Not to mention the rollers, the springs, the opener, the lights that are supposed to work, the whole deal. These are good people. They're an equal opportunity employer. They serve the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekend visits. They keep you apprised the whole way via text. And when they're there, it's a great outfit. Put these in, put their number in your telephone closet and quit emailing me about wondering what a telephone closet is. It used to be where you had the phone. Come on. It was an untamed beast, that phone. It <laughs> rang and you didn't know what it was. Keep it in the closet. Could you go in there and butt dial? Yes. Or was that something different? <laughs> That's what you that did. Was a little different. Call a precision door. <laughs> a secret word. At 612-263-6985 or find them at precisiondoormn.com. John, are you with me? Yes, sir. Are you really just a shadow of the man I once knew? Evidently, I guess. What Whoa. happened? Am I missing more song lyrics? Can you hear me, Dr. Wu? Oh. Huh? She was the first member in the history of the Boston City Council to give birth while in office. What right right in her mayor's office? Right in her no, office. Right, right behind the desk. Right Chew on this piece of leather. Somebody get some warm yeah. towels. Boil <laughs> some water. Yeah. Go down to water. the creek and take that? care of it. Down to the creek. That's the equivalent to when your wife is giving birth and the nurse sends the dad out to go get ice, and then they get the... I've never have been sent out. I've witnessed some births, and nowhere was boiled water involved. No. But that's their cue to go talk to her Nor towels. Talk. No, yeah, they've got towels. Boiling water. Will you dunk the kid in it? That's Hollywood. Uh, huh? Yeah. Rook, I'll take whatever you're ready for. <clears throat> Got you. What about when they hand you the scissors and you have to cut the cord? Oh, God. That yeah. was the worst. You uh, did it? Yeah. I did I, not. I, what I is wrong with you? I don't think I was ever offered that chance. Uh, I, and I was shaking so bad. I thought, is this hurting him? She's like, no, just cut. We have no thing. business being in that room. None at all. I didn't want to be, you know. but she made me. Well, that shows you a lot about. It shows you how smart they are because I'm sitting there going, oh, we got a baby girl. And I'm, they're letting me cut the cord. 
and they're rushing me. I'm like, hang on, I've never done this before. And Can you imagine the trouble Wu would have been in had she invited only the white as members? I, of the as council? I'm about to explain, that McLaren wasn't breathing. <laughs> What's He's coming up on the ride? Yeah, well, I'm not interested in that. I'm, I want to keep going here. Well, Let's she go. was very low on the app. I know. Test. I'm good. I'm glad she survived. And my wife said, "Why is my very baby happy. crying?" All right, Let's I'm, go. I'm, 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 I'm... The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Just see, see if I remember. You won't. He's not going to remember. I know he won't remember. But I'll tell you what I do remember. I do remember to always call Zero Res to get my carpets Zero Resified. And right now in January, yeah, we're a couple of days. Well, how many days are we away from Christmas? 10, 11 days, 10 days? Coming up, man. It's coming up. <laughs> uh, I don't know what their schedule is. I don't know if they'll have them done in time before Christmas, but you can certainly call and get on their schedule. They'll have it done, and they'll do it the right way. And we ask for the GL Rookie Special. I'm talking about Zero Res here. You will get three rooms that are Zero Resified, starting at just 129 bucks. And don't forget, there's dirt and dander in your air ducts. If you haven't had them clean the entire time you've been in your home, this month you can take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. I started with Zero Res many, many years ago when they bought ads time on Garage Logic. They are a great company. They're a Minnesota company, and they will get your home ready for the holidays with a 4.9 rating on Google and over 17,000 reviews that you can go poke around and check it out. The Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee it makes it easy to get what you pay for. Zero Res stands behind every single cleaning. So don't miss this deal. Call Zero Res right now, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the Rookie and the GL Special. Say the name to get the discount. Spell it forwards or backward. It's spelled the same. Zero res. If, if there's any doubt that the war is the oppressed, real or imagined, getting away with labeling anyone they disagree with as an oppressor, that's the war. If there's any doubt about that, what would the reaction have been among the oppressed if Wu invited only white council members oh, to a Christmas dear party? God. <laughs> what would have happened on the campus of Harvard had, as we pointed out yesterday, had a, uh, a Ku Klux Klan group arrived on campus uh, calling for the genocide of Jews? Yeah. Well, that one might have confused them. Well, who do we root because, for? Here? Because the the yeah. Jews are oppressors, but so are the Ku Klux Klan. So I don't know where they would have gone with that. Sure. But that's your war. That's our war. But that everyone is at risk of the overpowering tidal wave of these people calling anyone they disagree with oppressors. Mm. Oppressors. But what would she have gotten? She couldn't have gotten away with it, nor should she have invited just white city council members. Why not just invite the city council if you're going to waste the taxpayers' money and go have some eggnog? Well, just say, hey, council, see you on Beacon Street at 530. <laughs> right. Well, see, not, life is simple in GL. Well, not to mention, just invite everybody. That way it gives everybody the equal chance to come up with an excuse as to, to why not they're go. not going. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now, Oh, my kids got soccer that day. Believe well, it or December. not, I have something positive coming up, but I can't, I can't tell you that yet. Let's go. <laughs> Downing alerts me to a poll. 20% of young Americans age 18 to 29, most of whom have menu anxiety, 
think the Holocaust is a myth. That's one in five. Yeah. Wow. Nearly 30% think Jews wield too much power in America. While including that uh, crazy city council guy in Washington who thinks the snow was uh, uh, controlled by the Rothschilds. (laughs) Too bad the people who run the institutions of higher learning learning are okay with their students believing whatever lies they want to believe. It's a poll by the new a new economist slash YouGov poll found one in five young Americans believe the Holocaust is a myth while nearly three. I've been to the uh, camps, young kids. Uh, it ain't a myth, you idiots. Jesus Christ. Uh, That's please be with us. That's pretty. Um, is it the goal of these failed universities to just churn out complete idiots? Yes. That's the end goal. So yes. the government can take over and babysit yes. us. Mind control. I love yeah. I love black helicopter conversations. This is working out really, really well for them. Yeah. It won't be but a matter of years, and we'll all just be completely helpless. According to the, well, if you stop and think about the people you deal with in your daily life, not not indicting them as bad people, but when you stop to think about, if you reflect at the end of the day on the dealings you had with people during the day, uh, how often were you impressed? Well, it's it's a little different for me, but no. I certainly see your point. Yeah. According to the poll last week, 20% of Americans age 18 to 29 agreed with the statement, the Holocaust is a myth while a greater percentage agreed with the statement that the Holocaust has been exaggerated. 30% I wonder if they... of re- 30% of respondents said they did not know whether the Holocaust is a myth, while wow. 28% adopted the anti-Semitic statement that Jews wield too much power in America. The poll noted that Holocaust denial spans throughout all levels of education, while noting that social media might play a role in worsening anti-Semitism. The findings from the poll noted a recent Generation Lab survey, which found that young adults who use TikTok were more likely to hold anti-Semitic beliefs. I believe TikTok should be banned in this country. Many people agree with you. It's a Chinese company, and I, I they're up to no good. I don't know what the hell they're doing or how they do it, but I want them out of here and take the UN Get with you. Out. It's a perfect storm out there, said Rabbi Abraham Cooper, Associate Dean and Director of Global Social Action for the Simon Weisenthal Center. Cooper explained to the foreign desk that various factors at play regarding the spread of anti-Semitism among young Americans. A state's policy that promotes Holocaust denial and denigration of the six million Jewish victims, the Iranian regime. A generation brought up on social media, uh, uh, including and especially TikTok, which leads to the Holocaust denial and misappropriation of the Shoah, including by politicians. Seems everyone is compared to Hitler, a generation with information glut, but little perspective, no online librarian, no filters, little collective memory back to the 20th century. Well, yeah, plus what we learn is they're taking true-false tests on whether men can become pregnant. They're not studying history. Free tuition, free tuition, free tuition. (laughs) This is... is, We have to pay their tuition. We're at war, people. We're at war. (laughs) 
the preservation of a free Western society is under attack. The preservation of individualism is under attack. Mm. That is not, it's no longer hyperbole. Right. And now you've got these poorly, they're not even educated. They're proselytized. Yeah. They're not educated. Right. No, they're pre, yep. They're just sitting in pews, soaking it all in. They're being brainwashed. And, and they want free tuition. They want us to pay for it. Well, some of these folks, though, 18 to 29, don't go to college. Some of the folks in this poll, right? I'm assuming. So what? Um, They're just as stupid. Yeah, I, I agree. Thought, I agree. They didn't completely. learn anything in high school. I agree. Completely. I thought the academy specific. has failed beginning in kindergarten, John. Yeah. It's failed. Tough to argue. I thought you specifically mentioned education. Oh, was it? What you just read. Everybody in school. Well, let me. Let me. I thought you said something about students. Let me try to clarify that. No, it was twenty percent of Americans. Okay. All right. Eighteen to twenty-nine. But uh, that doesn't that does not alarm me. That uh, I, I don't trust a high school. Do you trust a public high school in Minneapolis or St. Paul to nope. be teaching the Holocaust? <laughs> no. 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 I don't trust them to He's, be teaching history. That's the problem. But, history. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's sad about this is that they're blundering and stumbling into their own demise. What they want is going to lead to their destruction. Well, the destruction of all of us, but well, them included. Well, Kenny, I, I mean, that, social Democrats, wait a minute, social Democrats, socialist Democrats, they're supporting Hamas. Do they have, they're just so uneducated and stupid. No, they're supporting what they believe to be the oppressed. And I don't see how that's the war. Are they going to win? In which case your life becomes meaningless, or are they going to lose, which means the preservation of meaningful individual liberty? They are going to themselves become um, oppressed, and it's going to lead to their own destruction. Well, I, I'm I, unfortunately uh, I'm pessimistic about that. I, they're they've insulated and and occupied every important institution in this country. Mysterians have, have occupied every institution of this country. We have Jews in America protesting Jews in right. Israel. Right. What in the hell is going on? Meanwhile, Christians are supporting Jews in Israel. The what rabbi, in the world? Uh, rabbi Cooper has an interesting point. He notes that for many young Americans, historical facts don't mean as much as feelings and influencers. <laughs> that is so Isn't unfortunate. That Isn't that oh, my word. Oh. Society cannot afford to repeat the tragedies of the past. Simon Weisenthal, the late Holocaust survivor and Nazi hunter, said this back in 1980, way before the Internet. When asked if the Holocaust could happen again, he said, if you have a crisis in society, plus organized hate, plus technology, Anything is possible. Oof. It seems like we have arrived at a crossroads, he said. Hmm. And we're not immune from it either, because us supporting Jews in Israel means our certain destruction, too. We'll be in the camps also. Man, Everybody man. who disagrees with their way of life will be in their camps. Uh. 
How you doing over there? I think it's time. Four. What time Get lunch. What? <laughs> Leroy. Uh, well, thank you for downing to alerting me to that survey. I have a array of hope. Would I? Should I do that right now? Well, it is Positive Thursday. Okay, it's a ray of hope. <laughs> it is. I think it's Thursday, right? Well, yeah. we used to think that. Well, you know, on Thursdays we'll we'll it's try to be positive. Pick it up. But pick it up. Didn't really work out. Hell of a run for Positive <laughs> yeah. Thursday, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, Paul Root uh, is writing regarding Stop the Dig, where you can go to the American Experiment yes. website and sign a petition attempting to stop this terrible boondoggle of a new billion-dollar state office building for these thieves. Last week, I got the email from the American Experiment to send the petition to stop the new state representative's office building and send it to my representative. I know you did as well. We filled out the petition the other day, and I submitted my objection. I'm wondering what the difference is in the response I got from my representative Marion Rarick versus the leftist that represents you. Marion, you will recall, has been on your show. I take credit for that as I sent you mail of her constituent newsletter. And we read that and we were so impressed. We had Marion on the show at the time. What was her name? Marion what? O'Neill. O'Neill. But she married the guy she brought in here, Rarick, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And old fashioned like she took his name. Yep. What? Jason was his first name. Mary, you know, recall, has been on your show. I take credit for that. Okay. It is so refreshing to have an elected official representing me for a change as opposed to 30 years of getting emails explaining to me why my view was wrong while living in Washington County. Here is Marion's response. In other words, Paul Root, a constituent of Marion, sent uh, her his opposition to the state office building. Okay. Greetings, Paul. Thank you for sharing your concerns on the ridiculous remodel and massive expansion of the House State Office building. You are correct. The Democratic majority rammed this language through without considering all the costs involved. And unsurprisingly, the final price tag for this luxury office building has grown into nothing short of outlandish. It will now cost more money to remodel officers for legislators than it did to restore the entire Capitol building itself. That was $300 million a few years ago. It's going to cost the taxpayers $730 million for the renovation and expansion, of which $275 million is interest alone. This is over eight times the amount it costs to build a brand-new Senate building, $90 million. I believe that Minnesotans are grossly overtaxed and are already struggling to make ends meet with rising, rising grocery costs, energy prices, and inflation. Spending such a ridiculous amount of money on a fancy new office building is insulting to Minnesotans and a shameful waste of resources. Last legislative session, as the legislature debated the record-breaking $19 billion surplus, I advocated that those dollars be used to create meaningful, permanent tax relief by cutting the income tax, eliminating the Social Security tax, and offering additional tax credits to Minnesotans. Unfortunately, Democrats have demonstrated that they would rather invest nearly a billion dollars of Minnesota's tax dollars into their own office space than find ways to improve the lives of the people who pay their salary. Hmm. Please know that I have tried to halt the construction of this new building. 
My Republican colleagues and I have sent formal requests to the governor and other officials involved in constructing this bureaucratic palace to reconsider and to look at other, more cost-effective options. However, the entirety of state government is currently in Democratic control, and they have remained adamant that they want to move forward with construction of their new office building. I am committed to continuing to do what I can to push for greater transparency and for those dollars to be spent on something that benefits the people, not politicians. Thank you again for reaching out, and please let me know if you have any other comments or concerns. Thanks and blessings. Isn't that a good way to oh, sign blessings. a letter? blessings. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks and blessings, Representative Marion Rarick, proudly representing House District 29B. Isn't she a rare gem? Isn't she a rare gem? Uh, And his letter to her, Paul Root's letter to her was, Representative Marion, please ask House leadership to pause construction of the new House office building before it becomes the next Southwest light rail transit project marked by cost overruns and missed deadlines. Since the full House never voted to specifically fund this project, Interest costs are ballooning to the final price tag of $729 million. As you know, that's more than the $90 million allotted to build the state office building just a few years ago. It appears the decision to remodel instead of completely rebuild is what's driving this exorbitant cost. The decision should be revisited once the 2024 session begins in Feb, after a pause in construction. Please choose transparency and cost-effectiveness over stubbornness and waste. Please pause the construction of the new office building. Sincerely, Paul Rudick. And then we read Marion's response to him, which was wonderful. And he's doing what every GLer should do, probably to no avail, because you're fighting only mysterious. They don't seem to be reasonable people. They don't seem to be happy people. They don't seem to be sensible people. And they don't seem to be people who have my interest at heart or your interest at heart. Agreed. I'm not happy. <laughs> Which one are you? Yeah. What do you want? I want you to tell me about our friends at EcoFund. Well, our States. friends at EcoFund held a Christmas sale going on now that's very impressive. It's the mix and match Christmas sale. What do you do? At EcoFund Motorsports. You buy one item, vehicle, bike, whatever, get the next one. 50% off. Okay. What a time to load up for the next riding season, Let's which go. given given climate change could be any day now. Might be February. Given, given it cuz this has never happened before. Right. This this stretch of warm weather has never happened before. Except well, never mind. <laughs> so, buy one get one 50% off all electric bikes in stock, Bentelli, Scootstar and Yamaha, youth ATVs, Bentelli scooters. Great time to buy an e-bike for your wife. One for you or an ATV for the kid or the grandkid. Vespa scooters are 10% off MSRP only for GLers. Prices are not marked. You have to mention GL. You know what else you do if you mention free GL? You get free winter storage for anything you buy at EcoFund. Is that right? ATVs with 50-inch snow plows starting at $59.99. Side-by-sides with 60-inch plows. Finally, mention GL 
and buy any vehicle in stock before Christmas, and you will get a gift of a 10-pound double-smoked ham from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market in Hugo, the best ham you will ever have. That's EcoFunMotorsports.com. EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 97 in Columbus, Minnesota. Immediately west of 35. So immediately you'd think you were in Forest Lake. <laughs> and in Burnsville on the uh, service road of life near County Road 42. John. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, when you get sir. to your midway point, please throw it to Rookie. The Rookster. Uh, and we're just going to go to John here, no ad, because I'm going to plug in. We're going to be done at one thirty sharp. If you are not a uh, socialist Democrat in this state, you're not a citizen. You don't matter. You don't count. What if DFLers, voters, Democratic voters, decided to start writing letters to their representatives and, con- and uh, senators saying they don't want this office building, uh, how would they be met? That's a good question, but that's what it's going to take. Yeah, because our points, uh, if we come no from one the conservative, to us. No, we don't count. We're not human beings. No. We're, we're, we're heels. We're the worst kind of drags we're in good, society. We're good enough to pay them. Although, yeah, we do make good money, and yeah. they do like taking our taxes. Yeah, they're and good enough to, to take we're, our money. $40 short, they will <laughs> garnish our wages that's and right. take away our house. That's right. Right. We ready? Yep. We've no. got something. Nobody. We're going right to jump. Let's go. Rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Here's John. Joe Souchere. Sorry. <laughs> you, that's you, Joe. I'm sorry. Here's John. I'm sorry if you were offended. Yes, I was offended. Here's John Height. I was offended that you interrupted your own name. So. I interrupted myself. You did. Uh, this uh, news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Negotiations on a new contract for Minneapolis Police Department officers could soon go to a mediator. Contract negotiations began in September, and the Police Officers Federation of Minneapolis, the POFM, the union representing the city's officers, filed a request for a mediator with the State Bureau of Mediation Services earlier this month. MPD's previous contract expired at the end of 2022 and has been extended through contract talks. POFM President Sergeant Cheryl Schmidt said biweekly negotiation sessions have been what she says are ineffective. To this point, the police union initially wanted an across the board 13.25% raise in 2023 for rank and file officers, a figure the city said it couldn't manage. In October, union came back to the table with incremental semi-annual raises totaling 25% by July 1st, 2025. The city countered with 16.5% over that period. Uh, You'll remember now last month, the city and the union reached a tentative agreement on hiring and retention bonuses that would have awarded up to 18 grand over two and a half years for current officers and 15 grand in incentives for new hires. But a week later, city council members rejected that deal. Pedestrian died after being hit by two vehicles last night in Coon Rapids. Oh. It happened on Coon Rapids Boulevard Northwest in the area of 111th Avenue Northwest just after 8 o'clock. 
A woman was hit by a vehicle, according to the Anoka County Sheriff's Office, going west on Coon Rapids Boulevard. After the first crash, the woman was hit by a second vehicle going in the same direction. Two male drivers of the vehicles were not injured and are cooperating with the investigation, which is still ongoing. Star Tribune reporting a 16th defendant in the Feeding Our Future cases pleaded guilty yesterday (laughs) in the fraud scheme, admitting yes. He did exaggerate the number of meals served to children in need really? in St. Cloud. 39-year-old Ahmed Sharif Omar Hashim pleaded guilty to wire fraud and confirmed to U.S. District Court Judge Nancy Brassell that he vastly inflated the 3,000 children a day he claimed to serve out of a strip mall between Jeez. 2020 and 2022. As a result, he and his company, Olive Management, received about $5 million in federal reimbursements. His attorney, Kristen Hendrick, added the prosecutors have verified invoices showing, yes, some food was purchased. Prosecutors said only 20 out of 2,000 children on the attendance rosters matched St. Cloud school records. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, my, my thoughts are a little jumbled. Let's see if I can uh, make sense of them. At the time we were feeding or allegedly feeding children, was that ever a newsworthy item? Did, was, in other words, was the public aware that we had this program underway, that we were feeding children? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Because it yeah. strikes me that too many people, uh, I guess I'm talking about news gathering institutions only, too many people must have just taken it for granted that, we're, that this worked. Yeah, but how many people were even aware of the program? That's, that's, what I, that's my initial question. It was question. not in our, I don't recall, when this was being implemented, because that of, small group of people, and it, it went like wildfire. Because given the way we understand that television news works, for example, if you had 3,000 kids at a strip mall every day being fed, that would have been a story. Would have been that would have been yeah. covered by someone. You would someone. have had cameras there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, newspapers would have had photographs it would have been a good story. Well, yours would, wouldn't have. Well, we don't know if we have enough people. <laughs> Why do I got to add that cheap I shit? don't. I wish you wouldn't. Sorry. The, <laughs> but my point is that not that news gathering institutions were complicit in the fraud, right. for they were not, but they were complicit in... Oh, this is no, where my thoughts are jumping. I think I have it. Okay. Their curiosity failed them. Yeah, there's when I listen to local radio, local news, read local papers, I rarely find anyone contesting what's going on. Right. It's just it's just everything that's going on is accepted. Accepted. For example, I heard a news anchor the other night say uh, they showed the three finalists for the state flag Uh, and the as one of them said, well, they, they look somewhat similar, but they're all beautiful, aren't they? And no. I'm thinking, where where is your gumption? Where You know damn well you want to say, this looks like beef. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Well, but it's not there. Food fraud. If, if we were learning that thousands and thousands of kids were being fed at a restaurant in Cedar Riverside every day, that would have been on the news. But is it your answer to your question? What when we had Liz Collin in studio? Don't go against the grain, or you're going to be out of a job. Right. Uh, every station has one reporter that covers that. You know, one bulldog yep. 
like in our case, it's Jay Coles. And um, the listeners or the viewers all try to discredit him when he exposes the truth. And they put words in his mouth and bill him as, you know, insane. And uh, who's the four? The four has one. The nine has one. Everybody has one person. Plus a story like this. Wouldn't you have to have somebody alert you? to the fact that this program exists. I don't think any of us knew. Well, I mean, we might have known the program tips, existed. News tips, but we never right. dreamt that. Okay, here, you know. here's what we didn't know. We didn't know that, in this case, Ahmed Sharif Omar Dash Hashim was going to the Department of Education and saying, I need my next check. I'm feeding 3,000 kids. Yeah. We didn't know that. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, this story was broken and brought to light in uh, by a Somali guy. Right? Yes, it was yes. the Sahan Journal. Yeah, right. Well, it, right. no, it was somebody alerting the Sahan. Oh, Journal. that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't. He thought it was wrong to go along with the program, and that's when he, this guy that Kenny's referring to finally yeah. raised his hand and said, uh, "This is this is not right here." Yeah. So otherwise, it is, probably would have kept going on, right? Had this one person not sure. alerted. Yeah, because if everybody thinks uh, this guy's serving three thousand people, he's only serving twenty. Nobody's going to know that unless somebody from the department who's handing him the check for millions. And the department or, was at fault. Obviously, yeah. they yeah. had no idea what they were Joe, doing. Joe, what you're so naive. What you don't realize is. We've got cat videos. We've got to name a snowplow. Uh, we've got to talk about the weather and the new records. There's so many legitimate things we need to talk about over this boring, hard news stuff that right. nobody understands. Uh, you're right. Continue, John. All right. Uh, follow up from the other day. Speaking of wacky stories, four Texans partnered with a Twin Cities cohort to lasso the Roseville Bank's ATM filled with thousands of dollars. They have now been charged. The police say the FBI is looking into the ultimately failed heist because it bears a striking resemblance to crimes committed elsewhere in the U.S. And this gang actually uh, has a name. Uh, they've been called the Hook and Chain Gang throughout the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> Are they pirates? You like guys, a water bandit you in guys, Home Alone. You guys, I got a great email from a guy who heard us talking about stealing the yep. ATM. He says, yep. He says, I'm out of prison now. I serve my time. No. I'm a truck driver and I'm on the straight and narrow. But I got to tell you, it was easy to steal an ATM machine. And I felt like right back and said, well, then why in the hell were you in prison? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, was he in prison for that? I, for guess, something else? I can only assume he was so, in for that. I always assumed that not only is there a camera in there, but there's a tracking advice. Uh, and, um, a tracking device. Yeah, that, was that was nothing. Uh, that was easy to steal. Kenny, I can I can verify that because I shared a personal story on the weekly scramble with Michael, and that's how they caught the guy that stole one out of the place I was working at. Was there was a I, GPS device inside? You know what? I'm seeing Don Knotts and Tim Conway in the movie. Yeah. Yep. The Apple well, Dumpling Gang. Yes. <laughs> the Apple what Dumpling of, Gang. One of these fellas has done this before and been in trouble for it. He's 23 year old Christopher Merchant of Houston, Texas. He had pleaded guilty to being among several others who targeted two bank ATMs in Tampa, Florida, back in July 2021. Was at he a smart one? At that time, he was sentenced in federal court to 18 months in prison, given nine months credit for time served after his arrest, and released once his term was up. He was on court ordered supervised release at the time of uh, this whole thing that happened 
in Roseville. Uh, all the other fellas are from out of state except one man, 22-year-old Decorius Durham of St. Paul. He was arrested. All five are in jail in lieu of $50,000 bail ahead of a court appearance today. The criminal complaint noted, uh, it should be noted that there have been more than 50 thefts matching this method of operation since the year 2021. Really? Johnny, can you spell Decorius for me? D-E-K-O-R-I-U-S. Wow. If you're spelling Decorius with a K, you're going to jail. <laughs> and is there, uh, a, Joe? is there a K in Decorius? I thought well, it was going to be there, a C. There is in this one. D D E K. I got a K or two C's. Yeah, I guess. How do you spell that? Those uh, for, guys are doing what my grandpa called working to get out of work. <laughs> yeah, if they just exactly. applied themselves in the uh, real and honest world, they'd probably be successful. We interrupt this newscast to bring you a ruling request from uh, a guy named John in Arizona. Hmm. The Daily Mail had a story about an Amish buggy rocking back and forth in a Virginia mall parking lot. Uh-oh. My uh, question is, is is churning butter the same as canning apricots? Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, hold on. Wow. That oh, buggy is rocking. Yeah. Isn't that a Stevie Ray Vaughan song? That buggy is rocking the ball. I guess it's house, but not. Yes. Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, and uh, one if other local story. The is a reason. Don't come a grazing. Another barn raising. Got a local story. If, uh, if Joe, Joe City Council has wrapped up all the important work. So now they've voted to further restrict tobacco sales across the city. That happened last night. The council unanimously passed an ordinance that would remove tobacco vending machines in the city and reduce the amount of licenses that can sell. But if they're approved, in favor of the dope. If approved by Mayor Melvin Carter, the or the dope, the ordinance would lower the number of available taco, uh, tobacco shop licenses from 150 to 100 and tobacco product shop licenses from 25 to 15. A spokesman for the mayor's office indicates he does plan to sign the ordinance into law. What if is you the have, rationale, John? Well, I suppose they think uh, it's dangerous to smoke. I, I that, well, what about think the dope? I, I what about I, the dope? I, I can't help you with the dope. Do we have numbers on how many marijuana-related businesses, retail outlets, were, are going to be allowed when they finally, um, what is it, coming in two no, years, a year not. and a half? We do not. No, that's when that number comes out, we'll have an argument. Right. We'll be able to argue it. If you do have a license now, by the way, you were grandfathered in. As long as you applied for your license before July 31st, 2021. Why don't we take a quick break oh. here and uh, see what the rookie's got to tell us. Well, I can tell you folks that Welter Heating is online at welterheating.com. They've got a very nicely done website, very easy to navigate, and it's full of information. How to get in touch with them, how to make an appointment uh, tips on your cooling system, heating system, air purification system, and they're local here. They are in Minneapolis, and they've been around here for 100 years, over 100 years. It's a great family, four generations, and they get it. They're full of common sense. They're very trustworthy. And again, they don't have a funny jingle, even though I've tried several. They've all been rejected by the Welter family saying, you don't have to do a jingle. Just just get the telephone number right and the website. Actually, they're, they are a nice family, and they don't care what I do during their ad. That's why I'll tell you just to go to welterheating.com or dial 612-825-6867. Yes, we're hitting 50 right now, but if that heating unit is making funny noises or if you're not even sure when it was 
tuned up last time and you've lived in that house for a couple of years, it's time to get in touch with Welter. Have them do their tune-up by a certified tech and your AC unit. Yep, it's still time to put it away and to get ready for next year. Remember them in the spring. 612-825-6867. Four generations and 100 years. That's enough for me. Heat up your shelter with Ray N. Welter. Joe, I have noticed in mayors. They ask people who are quote experts in fields to name their five favorite books about that field or whatever. And she yeah. was on that. They do that once a week. Well, that's cool. How come they didn't ask me? Well, Chris, you, you have to read. read. Boy, Joe and I both. My favorite took a book. Shot there. My favorite book is probably the phone book. Well, and that's interesting because they don't even produce those anymore. The new phone books are here. The new phone books are I, here. I <laughs> actually still get them phone book once a year joe you do only, not it uh, we do but it only has businesses it's it's all yeah. yellow pages it's about that thick with just yellow pages well that's that's interesting uh, <laughs> what's coming what, up what, on what there steve martin the right? steve martin the is the jerk yeah the new phone books are here the new phone books are here. go behind the scenes of garage logic with unfiltered audio and video access invites to exclusive events an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself and more by signing up at garagelogic.com you see, Joe, if you were to turn your microphone on, I'm rolling still on the show. So had you started talking, that would have been part of the show. So even though you just wanted to talk to the fellas. And I know. Now you may. I've joined the Slow on. Horses crowd. The, What's uh, that mean? The series on TV called Slow Horses. Royce's been advocating it. Why are they so slow? It's, channel? Uh, it's pretty well done. I think it's Apple TV. It's Apple, yep. Yeah. It's a, a bunch of disgruntled MI2 guys and women who have uh, screwed up somehow and have been uh, assigned. You can to stop a, talking. I'm not joining Apple, whatever that is. I'm not doing it, so I don't care. Um, I will report out. to you, though, Such, that the uh, roommate thinks that uh, Rockford Files does not hold up, but Kojak does. I think Rockford Files holds Interesting. up. But the greatest, the only thing you can take away from Rockford and Kojak sociologically is the difference between automotive taste on the East Coast and West Coast. <laughs> uh, in Kojak, they're driving four-door Plymouths and they're beat to uh, shit. And in Rockford, you see Porsche 914s all the time and Porsches and Jags. And they wrecked a Jag XKE on one Rockford episode. It broke my heart. Mm. In fact, there's been, the two, there's been two episodes where they wrecked Jag XKEs. Did it go over the cliff? One went over the cliff. One got crunched in a parking lot. And the one that went over the cliff, when it went over the cliff and hit the ground, did it completely explode? Not on that occasion. Oh, no. Okay, usually they But Hollywood usually they do. That. Yeah, Hollywood does that. And that standard shot that they show in every movie. Yeah. Ready? You drive around in your XKE, you think thinking I'm impressed. Let me tell you something you may not understand. I'm a better loving man. Who did that? What e. lyric is? E.B. King. Oh, better loving Work man. Work with John's done. Why don't you give me your last sound? Yes. Yes, please. <clears throat> yep. You ready? Joe, when what? will this war we're in right now turn violent? It already is, isn't it? To a certain extent. Uh, 
It was reported to me a couple of weeks ago that a guy went into the uh, retail place that the uh, roommate works, and he spent over a thousand dollars on soup, getting ready. Yeah. Soup. Well, I'm I'm not soup. a survivalist. Uh, I can't fall into that camp. Got I, that whole cow. What's thing? there to survive if the world goes to pot? You stick. Your I just want to know when I'm going to start going through ammo. Uh, I, I'm not ready to make that proclamation. Can we get going here? There's a big movie it's coming violent out. violent on the L.A. freeway uh, yeah. the other day. Yeah. Pretty violent there. All right, Reavers has an ad. There's a big movie coming out with that. Uh, Civil plotline. War. Civil War. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. All right, pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. I got the bat signal from Todd from 30 Bills this morning. Hey, Reeves, this week, don't forget, the gift certificate deal is still on. So here's the here's the skinny. If you buy a $100 gift certificate to 30 Bills Restaurant in downtown Hopkins, you're going to get 20 bucks free. If you spend $200, 50 bucks free. Wow. Did you hear me right? Yeah. You hear that? Free. Free. I did hear that. So um, they still have a bit of room for dinner before the Saturday night Squirrel Nut Zippers Christmas concert (gasps) at Hopkins Center for the Arts. Yeah, excellent. When is that? When? Saturday. This Saturday. Oh. What is it? I got to get down there. I I knew you were going to have a reaction. Oh, I love them so, so much. They're so cool. And I believe, Johnny, help me, that show is sold out, right? I would assume. Uh, Didn't you just, probably, yeah. I don't know. Who's opening for them? The Vanilla Nut Taps? Just, no, I'm not biting on that hook. Uh, That's a great, great, great band. Yeah, they're really good. kind of music. Fun stuff. Yeah, you a mixture like of kind of grouch. Yeah, you would you would like it. You would, you would like hate it. it. It's it's good. You wouldn't like it. Boy, we took some shots at Joe there, didn't we? Joe, I, I didn't I didn't make fun of you, Joe. I just want you to know. I'm intrigued by this brother and sister from Burnsville who sat in their parents' basement during COVID and wrote some pretty nifty songs. They're that sounds they're depressing. First uh, Avenue um, Saturday night Chris, sold out. Chris, would you like yeah. to finish your spot? Are they shoegazers? Downtown Are they doing that? is your no. place. <laughs> and also the specials for this week. I got to take off my glasses so I can read the text. Oh, Lemon Lavender Social Tonic is the drink on hand. They do have a really cool uh, craft cocktail menu that they rotate throughout the course of the year. Let's see. Uh, charcuterie board. Is it charcuterie? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, it's close enough. Okay. Yeah. How about the Cava? Rook, help me. C A V A T A P P I. Cavatappi pasta with spinach sauce. It's the Italian. Short, the short rib pot pie and the short rib lasagna <laughs> are also <laughs> on the menu as well. And including Josh, he was there over the weekend. Thanks for the shout out on Twitter, Josh. That was really cool. And apple crisp dessert. It's I like all a nice there apple for you. crisp. I love apple yeah. crisp. Oh, yeah. Uh, 30bales.com is the website. If you're looking for takeout, they're a fantastic spot. And if you call ahead, Swing by on your way home and do the pickup. They're the best. They're GLers. Please stop in and let them know you heard about it on the Garage Logic podcast. John, I can't remember. Is the Hopkins Center for the Performing Arts, those seats, they're not permanent, right? Yes. Yeah, they're permanent. It's a theater. It's a theater. Oh. We can't sit down during squirrel nuts. And you can That's... stand up and misbehave. John, no, it's can you the news, please? No, it's got to be all out. Have you ever been to a squirrel nut zipper show? It's mayhem. Yeah. John? Yes, Joe. Let's Aren't stop having fun. Let's yeah. stop having fun now. You were talking about Drury, weren't you? <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like. Yeah. I think he's a good lyricist. 
Yeah, it seems to be, he's but a lot of the stuff suburban, sounds like he's capturing suburban angst. Why? Well, but he sounds like a a twenty year old kid, right? Which surprised me that you liked him. That's why. I was well, he's not. Oh, so he's wow, about. I think he's older than that. John, he's get to the news. Almost thirty. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. National and international headlines. these people. Russian President Vladimir Putin said today there would be. Why I bother? I say that. Oh, you know how we feel every day. (laughs) Well, then find some other show. (laughs) That's it. It's all over, folks. And don't think I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Russian President Vladimir Putin said today there'd be no peace in Ukraine until the Kremlin realizes its goals, which he says remain unchanged after the two years of fighting that sent tension soaring between Moscow and the West. He also dismissed the need for a second wave of mobilization of reservists uh, to fight in Ukraine, a move that has been deeply unpopular in Russia. He said there are some 617,000 Russian soldiers there right now, although the military specialist who watched this sort of thing says that's probably not true. Uh, Putin said there's 244,000 called up to fight alongside professional military forces. Meanwhile, a barrage of Russian missiles targeted Kiev on Wednesday, wounding at least 53 people, according to officials, as the Ukrainian president sought more military support in Europe after his trip to Washington secured no new pledges. Economic news, the Federal Reserve kept its key interest rate unchanged yesterday for a a third straight time in its official signal they expect to make three-quarter point cuts to the benchmark rate next year. Speaking at a news conference, uh, Chair Jerome Powell said the federal officials are likely done raising interest rates because of how steadily inflation has cooled. That news sent stocks higher yesterday. A powerful rally across Wall Street sent the Dow to a record. It jumped 512 points for the first time passing. 37,000. The NASDAQ and the S&P also rose. Uh, and I just checked a little bit ago, uh, as of right now, the Dow is up, but the NASDAQ and S&P are down today. Uh, before we get 10,000 emails, Kenny, I'm on the Hopkins Center for the Arts website. Tickets are still available. 55 wow. bucks. Oh, GLers, if you're anywhere close to that and you love music, you will. Oh, squirrel nuts. Are they a local group? No, no. they're a national touring group. And oh. Can we put them in a genre, John? No, because they do like some jump music, some swing. They do currently swing, rock. It's just a a mixture of genres thrown into a big pot and stirred up, and it's just so much fun. They sound like flaming lips. Exactly. No, Uh, not a – really? I I would – Aren't they a jumble? Musically, no. No, no, Um, because flaming lips are more – Mentally, maybe progressive well on their website it says this show is a must-see for any true music lover inspired by 1920s jazz klezmer and vaudeville snz's endlessly curious and innovative leader jimbo mathis has concocted a sound truly unique and original no other artist of his generation has embraced and synthesized eclectic excuse me influences in such a seamless authentic manner when i saw him it might have been in austin had no idea who they were, and they come out on stage, and you're like, well, who are these asshats? Uh, 30 seconds later, you're bouncing around the room and having the best time you'll ever have in your whole life. Yeah, a lot of fun. From the uh, No Bleep Sherlock file today, relatively few Americans are excited about a potential rematch 
President Joe Biden and Donald Trump in 2024, although more Republicans appear to be satisfied to have Trump as their nominee than Democrats would be with Biden. This according to a new NORC Center for Public Affairs Research and Associated Press poll. The apathy from voters comes even as both Biden and Trump are facing relatively few obstacles in their paths to lock down their respective parties' nominations next year. In the back, sir, what can I help you with? I'm waiting for you to be done, but go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Biden has amassed broad support from Democratic officials as a handful of mostly token primary challengers have struggled to spark momentum. Uh, And despite the 91 indictments across four criminal cases, including some centered on his attempts to overturn the last election, Donald Trump's grip on the GOP primary voters shows no signs of loosening a month before the first nominating contest in Iowa. Uh, Motion to inspire a new bit in Garage Logic. Mm-hmm. This is inspired by your favorite vice president, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. She is in Warsaw, Poland currently. I wonder if she knows that. Let's play a new game called <laughs> What in God's Name is She Talking About? Shall right. we? Let's play it. We all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see. And because we've seen it or not, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. (laughs) Just limited to what we have seen. Wow. Wow. I give up. What was she talking about? I have no idea. I don't either. (laughs) Wow. I I believe she was reacting to the coverage of the um, Hamas and, uh, Israel war. I believe that that's what she was asked about originally. Not, well, she's in Poland. It could have been about Ukraine and Russia. There's we don't fight, know what she was talking chance. about. That was, boy, oh, she said the, that was good. She said two different things three different times, it sounded like. Play it once more. Okay. Yeah. Give that yeah, to no. me again. This we might be the best one. The television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet. Based on what we've just been able to see, and because we've seen it or not, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. <laughs> but just limited to what we have seen. Oh, 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 can I try something? Um, Vice President Harris, uh, it was announced the other day that Kevin O'Connell is going to go with a different starting quarterback. What did you see after the Vikings game on Sunday against the Raiders? We all watched that the works. television coverage of just yesterday. <sighs> That's on top of everything else. That we know and don't know yet, Ooh, okay. based on what we've just been able to see, and because we've seen it or not, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Mm, got it. Yeah, it was. I just looked it but up. It is about Ukraine. Yeah. She got a hold of Denny Green's Ooh. book on dealing with the media. <laughs> oh my God, that's you're Denny right. Green. We are who they think they were. Yeah. Crown them, <laughs> or they are who we think they were. The Bears are not who they thought we were. Well, yeah, so you like crown them, crown them, crown them, crown your ass. Crown them with the Calcutta Clipper. Uh, uh, John one, John. Before huh? he moves on, Joe, I have a question for you. Well, if you for... wouldn't get interrupted so much, John, you'd get more news in. <laughs> huh? I have a question for you, Mr. Souchere, the mayor, about uh, John's last story, <laughs> voting for the uh, upcoming presidential election. Oh, boy. If you don't vote on the presidential election, ticket <laughs> what effect does that have on the race to say i go into the booth i vote for all the other races that i'm interested in i leave the presidential portion of the ballot empty 
What effect does that have on that race? How in the hell do I know? What do you think I am? Some political scientist? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, I think the neat thing is, though, Kenny, is whether or not you decide to cast a vote, someone else most likely will cast a presidential vote for you. Uh, I'm just going to I'm going to just ignore that and move along here. And from all the convictions we've had, they'll probably be a Republican Uh, in uh, news. Good news for rookie. And I saved this one just for you, Rook. We might have talked about this off air. I'm not sure. Okay, what do you got? Netflix has released the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop Axel F, the fourth film in the popular Beverly Hills Cop franchise that is slated to come out summer of 2024. Directed by Mark Bali, Axel F hit screens about 30 years after Beverly Hills Cop 3, released in 1994. Murphy returns as the title character, a Detroit cop solving crimes in Beverly Hills. Judge Reinhold and John Ashton also return as local cops, Lieutenant Billy Rosewood and Sergeant John Taggart. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Kevin Bacon are both newcomers to the Beverly Hills Cop universe in this movie. Murphy spoke to People Magazine what it was like to come back to the franchise decades later. He said it was good, except he's getting old, and he had to do stunts. Veteran producer Jerry Bruckheimer. I I don't have time to talk about I just have one regret. What's that? My only regret is that my friend, Governor Ventura, isn't in office so I can go to the residence and watch the movie with him. That's my only regret about this movie, Alan. You know, a good president would go a long way into winning the war for the future of the United States, the future of freedom and individuality. And and we don't have that on our horizon. We do, though, have a former president who had comments about the Axel Foley film. I find it no. very interesting that uh, no. when the heat got on, you dug yourself a hole. No, we, we don't. We don't need that. We, uh, in fact, take a break so I can tongue lash you what? And, and tell you that you're going to be here at six Thank o'clock you. for a meeting. What did I do? Just hit the sounder. Joe, well, I need serious. I'll tell you, while you cool off over there, maybe you want to know Christopher's story. How, how about that? It's about Maybe to come to, to an end, yeah, apparently. I guess it is. We are now in December, a couple, uh, several days away from Christmas. Take your holiday shopping off. Take your difficult holiday shopping off the list with a wonderful gift card from mysoundstory.com. You can just do it in a matter of a couple clicks. All you have to do is get your team together, get your siblings, go in on a gift certificate for your parents, and get them a sound story at mysoundstory.com. For a limited time, enter the promo code FLASHLIGHT. You'll get 10% off that Sound Story gift certificate. People have already booked their Sound Stories. That means you get grandma and grandpa talking about their lives, and you have it forever. And a lot of times, they come over for Christmas, and you're just there. They don't know about your great-great-grandkids. They won't know anything about grandma and grandpa. So this is how you do it. It's a gift you will never regret giving, but it's a gift that everyone in your family will love. Just go to mysoundstory.com, like others have, enter promo code FLASHLIGHT and get this special 10% off a gift certificate for Sound Story. That's promo code FLASHLIGHT at mysoundstory.com. Sound Story is the perfect gift, so make sure you do it today. Time's running out. They trimmed down a lot of their copy. I wish you'd find some new clips instead of playing these ones we've played 10,000 times. How do we get Bush to do them again? We don't need Bush oh. to do them again. Okay. And and if you could come up with Kamala every day, that would be wonderful. All right. 
guess what she's talking about? Guess. No, half an idea. Now, is that it for ads? It is. But see, the heat is on by Glenn Fry was the theme song to the Beverly Hills. Oh, was that the catch? See, I didn't even catch that. I'm sorry. I missed that too. The heat is on. What? And then you mentioned the president. If we had that was said, you're asking for too much there. I'm sorry. I should have said the expectations lower. That's right. (laughs) Nobody on the show even got it, Chris. Come on. (laughs) Sorry. Swung and missed. And who gives a shit about this movie? Oh, it's going to be I think great. John oh, probably I, did that oh. just to get you going. Yeah. Well, and to let Rook know, you know, just I, he probably <laughs> already knew. But. Who did Axel's theme? How Faltermeyer. Harold Harold. 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 Hold on here. Ross. What's his claim to fame? Special Seals training of Beverly Hills Cop with. But you're not giving me like a Herbie Hancock thing, right? Uh, No, no, no. So you don't want to do a movie premiere? No, okay. Herbie's Herbie's a legend. He's an icon. There, you can foghorn me. Is it Herbie or Hermie? Hermie was the dentist in Rudolph the Red Nose. Rudolph, yes, he was. Lada, independent together. We're covering a lot of ground here. You get that irony? How he says, "Let's be independent together." That's some deep thinking. Yeah. Yukon Cornelius. Fifty percent of baseball is ninety percent mental. That's what I heard. If you don't know, Faltermeyer wrote the theme for Top Gun, the original soundtrack. What do you think of that? Oh, he Herbie did? Hancock did? No, Harold Faltermeyer. Huh? <laughs> I see Cruz got a new girlfriend. Oh, really? Some Russian uh, babe. I'm, oh. I'm going to guess she's good looking. I think so. Yeah. Knows what then, yeah? <laughs> yeah? Do you guys know, all kidding aside, do you know what he got up front to do that movie? I don't know. A hundred million dollars. That's nothing. Look what Otani just got. My point is, that's what he got up front. Plus, he probably has points. Points. He gets a taste. Of oh, the yeah, I'm sure he did. And all the merchandising and all yeah. that. It's got that whole Air Force thing. Got that whole pilot thing going for you <laughs> at home, cowboy. Hey, Kenny, did did you get an email from Phil? Uh, yeah. I sent him a note saying if you send emails to GL, Kenny said he got one. Would you let me know too? Uh, very nicely. And he answered, I didn't send Kenny anything. Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. Hello. All right. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've read it and thrown it away already. Okay. Do you remember Charlie Manson's reason for the murders? Yeah, it was something about race. Because well, he thought there. Go ahead, John. Well, the his the white album was like his Bible to start a race war. Like, and why was he going to start a race war? Because um, it was nuts. Because <laughs> because he theorized that uh, black people would win, but they weren't smart enough to run the country, so So he was going to do it. Now, how does that differentiate from DEI being shoved down our throat? There's a race war. I thought you were going to say, how does that differentiate from Trump thinking he can run the country? (laughs) Well, I I think, uh, no, I've just been doing deep thinking about your war theory. Yeah. And, and it's a war on so many different fronts. There's many fronts to this battle. Yes, many, there are. And DEI is one of them. Let's go. I got to go. We can't do a regular show on Thursdays, can we? We can't bring things up. And <laughs> Yeah, you can bring them up. What about Open Line Friday? 
All right. How about, I'll be uh, here tomorrow. How about Caller. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Just Dylan? Yes. Do you want more President Bush? No, Chris, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> now they're on the move. The uh, traveling Lymans are on the move. Where are they? Wait, do they come home? They don't they're, come home for the coming, holidays, right? Yes, they're coming back. Oh, okay. Remember, she has a medical deal. They oh, got to get some right. stuff. That's right. They're at Jose Joaquin de Olmedo International Airport, Guayaquil, Ecuador. Mm. On this day. Joe, today is December 14th. They only got one thing in this day. Minnesota really dropped the ball uh, on a lot of days. December's? What's going on in December? It's cold, you know. On this day. December 14th. In 1798. A long, a long ago, time ago, yeah. Alexis Bailey was born in St. Joseph, Canada. He preceded Henry H. Sibley as an agent for the American Fur Company in Mendota, uh, one of the influential forces in the fur trade in Minnesota. Bailey was also one of the first settler colonists to grow wheat in Minnesota, and a member of the territorial legislature. He died in 1861. Bailey is spelled B-A-I-L-L-Y. Oh, really? That's his last name. I wonder, I would have assumed he was a descendant of the the Bailey nursery people. Well, that and... Well, he wouldn't have been a descendant, Matt, because he was born in 1798. Maybe a precedent of them. No, but there was a... Wasn't there a military aspect, Rook? Beetle? Wasn't he part of that family? No, that was Thank Sarge. Thank you, G. Ellers. That was Sarge. Don't uh, forget. Chris yeah. is fired, man. Last day. <laughs> Boy, you're really pushing the envelope with some of this stupid shit. <laughs> uh, last day, Reavers. Last day. Before I'm fired, don't forget about the Garage Logic Holiday Online Auction. Yes. It ends today, and that is in all caps from the sales staff. Joe? You have until what? you don't, but everybody else has until 8 p.m. today to save up to 70% off of retail price on some amazing items. That includes a five-night all-inclusive golf vacation for two to the Dominican Republic, courtesy of Escape With Us Vacations, a riding lawnmower, trimmer, and blower from Tri-State Bobcat, an ice fishing trip from Ballard's Resort, three Different e-bikes from EcoFun Motorsports, a Canadian fishing trip at Fletcher Lake Resort, gift certificates at Grand Old Creamery, a certificate program. That's free tuition for the training at Institute of Non-Destructive Testing. And I've had a couple of inquiries about this. OsteoStrong's 12-month membership. Here's what OsteoStrong does. They provide a unique system for strengthening joints, bones, and muscles by using a process called osteogenic loading. And also, finally, a 6x12 Doolittle trailer from Pleasureland RV. Just go to garagelogic.com and enter the keyword Chris. Yes, Kitty. It's enclosed. It is enclosed. Okay, good to know. The Pleasureland RV 6x12 Doolittle trailer. All of that online. Enter the keyword auction. You have until 8 p.m. this evening. Garagelogic.com. Rook. Very nice, Mr. Reavers. Thank you much. And those of you that would like to be entertained with more videos, audio, whatever the case may be, you may subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. Yes, we've got a YouTube page you can subscribe to for free. 
And then just for a little taste, 10 bucks a month or $100 for the entire year, you can gift someone the gift of the Garage Logic Town Council. Find out all the details at garagelogic.com. That's when you get to eavesdrop on us prior to the show, during the show, see Reavers get yelled at after the show. It's all there. It's all there for you. Garagelogic.com. Watch me pack up a box. Yeah. I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> Still being heard? Yes. By who? Everybody. Well, the show's actually still going. The theme's going. See, John and Dylan are still playing. Did you chop? <laughs> I did chop. Okay. Tell me why we're not being heard. We're on the council. I, I don't care silenced. if they hear it. This Beetle Bailey shit's got to stop. Okay. This sophomoric sixth grade crap is driving me nuts. All right. If it doesn't stop, you're gone. Got it. Where's it going? And these old hackneyed George Bush drops that make no sense whatsoever when you're trying to link it to a Eagle song or the heat is on or whatever yeah, what the hell you it? were talking about. Wasn't that a Glenn Fry? God almighty. I mean, it's not helpful. All right. Noted. All right, then. I think some of the Bush cuts are. Don't funny. think I won't. I'm ready for you. I ain't got um, nothing. Before you guys start, did you know there's an Alexis Bailey vineyard in Hastings? Yes. How's it spelled? Two L's, B-A-I-L-L-Y. So it must be named after him. Honest to God, sometimes you, the sidetracking is so horrendous, I can't stand it. Okay. Really? Yeah, Just really. running around? And the breakdown of an Eddie bleeping Murphy, Murphy movie. Eddie Money. Uh, Two more years, huh? <laughs> Here we go. Help! <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Uh, All right, I'm ready for you, Joe. The younger generation has menu ex menu anxiety. New sentence. Yep. This country is doomed. Okay. Boston mayor yep. invites only yep. council members of color yep. to the Christmas party. Period. Was it called the Christmas party? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yep. Period. Yep. This country is doomed. Period. Okay. Representative Marion Rarick, M-A-R-I-O-N, R-A-R-I-C-K. Spell that one more time, sorry. M-A-R-I-O-N. Yep. Rarick, R-A-R-I-C-K. Yep. Representative Marion Rarick's apostrophe S. Yep. Response to a constituent. Period. Constituent. Yep. This country is not necessarily doomed. Get it? See how we did that? Necessarily doomed. I think I spelled everything correctly. Well, I hope so for your sake. Johnny Height. <laughs> um, Reavers, uh, we'll do one more. Reavers gets ass chewed out 
just like Axel Foley did by Inspector Todd in the show Beverly Hills Cop number one. Subplot. It's Thursday. Joe's in a goddamn hurry. You still have a little ass lift. You didn't chew it all out. Buford T. Justice trying to get a Diablo sandwich. That's the kind of shit I don't want to hear. I don't care if I hear it off the air. We're we're not doing the show. That's right. All right. I'm out, boys. See you. See you, If only your references were to something meaningful, something intelligent. Something beyond Why am I you getting singled out? Cereal box. The blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. It's, it's... I got you, Kamala. I like that. Okay. I can't I can't bat a thousand. Once a month. Hey. I was gonna say they stuff her in a steamer trunk for the rest of the month. Let her out for one thing. <laughs> oh, John. Who had this yes, as a bump? I didn't. I don't know. Because it's, I well, when you mentioned it the other day, yes. somebody, or I was looking for it, and it's listed under bumps. Who would have played this as a bump? Because Joe didn't. I don't know. Maybe anybody. Oh. I mean, it was a huge hit. Okay. It just, it just came up in bumps, which I, I haven't been know. in that segment in the, what do you call it, the audio archives in years. Don't forget to send me news stories, John. I'm doing it right even as we speak. Okay, now I can delete the auction stuff. There you go. Just sent them to you. (laughs) Mark, thank you for the email. (laughs) I highly suggest you go move his (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll say this: I, I'm a I'm I'm a fan of the uh, the Dan. This one is eh, okay. This one is not uh, my favorite, only because it's you know got played so much. So even if it hadn't been played so much, I just it's like uh no. Reel it yeah. in the years. I could listen to that well, every day. I, think I love that your, song. Your problem is, of course, all you care about is the way the music sounds because this lyric is brilliant. Oh. So, there you go. I'm going to ask you what it's about. You're not even going to know, are you? Probably not. Yeah, okay, never mind then. <laughs> Which would leave you out of the Steely Dan fandom because most of Well, but again, I'm, I'm not in <laughs> in the fan club. I, I just like some of their stuff. Not fan club, isn't, fandom. Isn't, well, isn't that allowed? Am I not allowed to be a fan of some of their music? Well, I don't care. I, seriously, I don't care one way or the other, Chris. Well, then why'd you say you're kicking me out? Well, you kicked out of. You said you're, you're kicking me out of the conversation. Well, I don't see. I don't. I don't understand people that listen to pop or pop or country or rock and don't listen to lyrics. I don't get that. Oh. I, I don't understand I, that, I, and I, that's I, fine. They can listen anywhere they want. I listen to lyrics, John. <laughs> Not this one, apparently. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like music. Why am I getting beat up today? What the hell did you I really do? are. Let's like, is it just me and you now? Okay, let's see what else can I pick on you about. No, please don't, because I still have to do like, like editing and all that. Editing. You know. You know. 
say it again. It must have been Lewis, just Lewis. based on where it's Jason. Oh. Either here or Tommy, because the, the, all of their bumps. Yeah, this is not a Tommy. Tommy's not a big silly Dan guy. He's oh, more of Then it had to have been Lewis. Oh, unless would have been Bob Davis? No, there's no chance. Yeah, I don't think so. Search for sex robot sees one hundred or one thousand percent jump. Oh. oh God! Yeah, I so uh, yeah. Crap. 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 So that means I got to do it this way, then, doesn't it? All right. Ugh. Well, John, um, I got to finish editing, Josh. Well, uh, I will uh, let you go then. Flip I did love, love Kenny taking a shot at Joe there. I guess on Thursdays we can't talk about anything. <laughs> I, yeah. I had to I had to laugh. Yeah. That's the same reason he's crabby at you, you know, because he's got stuff to do. So on that I'm note, go burn down that newspaper before all is said and done. Well, how? You don't know where it's at. I don't even know where it is, but where's the building? God. <laughs> That's All right. funny. See All you right. Guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs>